0: Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to Magic the Final Frontier, episode number 48. On this podcast, we talk all about the Frontier format, keeping our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier.
1: And my name is Ryan Schwink. I am the Japan hobbyist out of Tokyo, Japan.
0: So we are talking about Frontier in a different way this week, um, actually it might be a lie in our opener to say that we're talking just about the frontier format because we're talking about something a little different this week. We want to discuss the popularity of arena and talk about what pe- some people have been saying of will there be a non-rotating format on arena? What would that be like? How is that different from frontier? If people are interested in frontier and um, just just some of our thoughts on that. So that's kind of the topic we want to go with today.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard uh, that. Professor from Tolarian College and uh, uh, Saffron Olive talking about this a lot, and uh, I think that it's important that we kind of take a look at how would this arena modern function in relation to frontier. Um, you know, they're they're saying that it's there's there's possible backwards coding all the way up to Shadows of Innistrad. Interesting. So I'm wondering if maybe before that, you know, or or sorry, uh, maybe if uh, before they release, they, uh, how do I say? They're in beta right now. So Mm -hmm. before they release the actual, um, how do I say?
0: The official release, the
1: the alpha, or the, not alpha, the
0: the final release. So, Ryan, are you playing on Arena right now as you installed it?
1: Yes, I have. Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's great. It's a weird interface, and you know they do have flip cards on there already because hmm. you know they have Bolas from M19. So it's it's definitely possible that they could go back to, um, what would I say, like uh, M19, or not M19, M9 but or uh, M15? Origins, to Origins oh, okay, at origins. least because of the uh, the flip cards. I could I could see that happening, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, today we're going to talk about what's what's the uh, drawback of starting at Origins instead of doing the original from M15. And this is
0: a topic that I you know you brought up before. Uh, you explored that on your series of articles talking about what would happen if we didn't start Frontier at the exact place where Haruyuya decided that we should start Frontier, which was with the border change on M15.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're
0: kind of going to discuss what we're going to lose from those blocks magic 15 the cons block and origins is what mm-hmm. we're assuming or are we assuming origins would probably be in it or, or is that just kind of the, uh... in it okay so that's kind of just where we're saying hey what if we started at origins, which i think other people have suggested before as maybe that's a good place to start postmodern
1: mm-hmm. so i'd like to start off with a question to you uh i mean i'd like to ask your opinion on why you think it's better to leave frontier as it is
0: because it's perfect (laughs) it has everything it has so many great things it has so many great answers and all of the problems that standarders have have kind of come from after cons of tarkir if you leave cons out you're gonna hit all of those i I feel like you're gonna have bannings you're gonna have it's gonna be trash i'm Mm -hmm. saying it's terrible i'm gonna be the negative guy for this because we don't have anyone else to do that Mm -hmm. you and i are both too positive
1: (laughs) yeah one of the things i think is a a reason why it's better to have frontier than to do the arena modern is that Mm -hmm. frontier is now a known factor. You know, we have all these, this meta data and, you know, we have these uh, results from, from hallelujah. And it's like, we know that there's not one deck that's just like blowing everybody out of the water. And it's like, it's like really deep.
0: Yes. I'd say that's a great point is that, People have been testing Frontier for quite some time now. They put a lot more work into trying to break the format mm-hmm. than a future, free sh- than a like future future league ever could put the work into. Yeah, any kind of R and D from Wizards could couldn't do the same kind of testing with a theoretical Arena Modern, and it could be broken completely, solvable right out of the gate. There might be one deck that's just way too good, and then you're mm-hmm. having to deal with bans. You're dealing with all kinds of problems.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what else do you have? Do you have any other ideas that you thought another reason why it might be better to still be Frontier as it is?
0: Uh, I can't think of anything specifically other than, yeah, it does have some branding. It does have some, I mean, it's a great format. If people look at the history, look at uh, what's available. Well, the card frames are all the same.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good point right there. I think the consistency of the, uh, the cards, um, you know, like we said, modern started with the modern card frame. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: why not just keep it with, you know, the hologram the 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 new i wouldn't call them the frontier card frames but you know why not just keep them all the same it's easier to remember that way okay it has a hologram on it, i can use it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so if you're transitioning to paper that's a big deal and also the availability the evenness of the power level some of the things we've said are strengths of frontier Mm -hmm. they're just you know they're strengths of frontier they hold true so I'm really looking to look, get into the nitty-gritty of, hey, what would we lose if we took out that whole Cons block and M15? Yeah. What kind of decks are going to be affected? What kind of archetypes we'll lose? What do you think happens there?
1: Well yeah, Let's start off with just the cards. Okay. Um, like, what, what do you—I mean, there's going to be a lot—of course, there's going to be a lot of playable cards that we would lose, but what cards would have the biggest impact if we didn't have it?
0: So, I, I mean—, mean my- Every deck I'm thinking of is losing some big things, but yeah, go
1: go ahead. Fetch lands are the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, so fetch lands are a huge thing. I've talked about whether I like fetch lands in the format before. I think mm-hmm. you have as well. Well, I know that nobody really loves shuffling. No one loves watching shuffling all that mm. much. They, I I've, I'm a proponent of them. I think that they do good things for the format. I think that they allow more archetypes to bloom mm-hmm. than they would eliminate by getting rid of them if you know what i mean like yeah they allow people to play decks that they want to play and getting rid of them the net fun factor i would say it's lower than just keeping them in the
1: format i mean the mana bases have been getting better recently in frontier i, think, I agree but, but uh still getting rid of those would just it would hamper deck building so much
0: mm-hmm Especially with, well, I, if you want to be playing two, three colors or if you want to be playing enemy colors, it just, it's difficult. You really mm-hmm. need to have some kind of consistency in your mana base or you're not going to have the same level of fun. You know, yeah. do the same thing you have in standard where you're just going to play the best cards in one or two colors because that's what you've got available.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, what you, you can use the next card? What, what did you think? Um, big...
0: Monastery Swift Spear.
1: Yeah. All the, red, all the red decks.
0: Yeah, all the red decks. Uh, a Tarka's Command. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess that's two of them. But I, that, I was immediately thinking of uh, well, like, you know that's a such a staple in the format, and it's losing a big
1: piece there in those two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Atarkas um, commands kind of just have one deck, but uh, Swift Spear yeah, is yeah. in a, a variety of red decks. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, it's in like the blue-red wizards now, the mono 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 red burn, you know, and of course, you know, Atarka red. It's just it, it's basically the Goblin guide of Frontier. Yeah, if you're a red deck, you play it. If you're a right, red aggressive deck, I should say.
0: Mm-hmm. And you uh, know they lose wild slash as well, but that gets replaced by shock. Probably that's probably not a big deal.
1: Yeah, I mean there's there's stuff that you could play. I mean sh- I don't um, think... dragon
0: fodder as well. I'd say is a
1: yeah, but you have the staple new... of that deck. But but you have the new uh, M19 goblin that puts another goblin into play. Sure, he, he so... just doesn't um, sugar prowess. Yeah, um, I think of course dig through time would be a huge loss. Especially all of the uh, control decks would lose a lot of power. They'd be stuck playing, you know, I don't know, like Chemist's insights, or glimmer of genius instead of the what do you call? As them? far
0: as delve cards, it's almost one that we could definitely lose without hurting too badly. You don't think? You I think, think, think it so? would. It would be a big power level loss for gear hulk deck specifically because mm-hmm. they wanted to flash it back but there are other good card draw spells like you're saying chemist's insight i think is good um the glimmer of genius is pretty strong i wouldn't mind having to play those i, would you, be I mean also you a little bit more sad about losing things like tassager murderous mm-hmm. cut I, I I would miss those cards um mm. treasure cruise enables decks
1: yeah yeah definitely and treasure cruise is also on my list and that, mm-hmm. that would be a big loss that gets of a lot of those I, don't know, I wouldn't say aggro but maybe like tempo decks um yeah especially this speaking about treasure crews, getting rid of that um and of course Jeskai guy ascendancy just became a thing these last yeah few and seasons. that would be
0: that would be gone from it's completely.
1: gone yeah so have, have
0: you tried playing that in japan yet i don't know if that's not nah, into that meta there i i haven't seen it at all i should play it just to that's what like. i'm saying just bring the deck, show yeah. some people how well it works, and I think they'll be surprised with yeah. how consistent the deck is. I want to do If it. you need to practice it first, yes. uh,
1: meet me online afterwards. We'll we'll jam it out. A yeah, bit. definitely. I, I I'll do that. I'm pretty sure I have all the cards. It's, it's pretty cheap to build, except for the lands. It is. And if you yeah. have the lands, then you're good.
0: And the lands can vary
1: some. I mean, you can build the mana base a few ways. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we get a couple. There's still a couple good cards that we need to talk about, I think. So what, what other cards would we lose?
0: So what definitely breaks my heart is that we would lose some archetypes entirely. So you already mentioned Jeskai Ascendancy, but we mm-hmm. would also lose Insole Artifact. That card is gone. Yeah, that archetype is gone. They had lose... some
1: stuff. I mean, they could do like more of a mid range deck maybe now with, with like the new Tezzeret or like the um, Antiquities War thing. They're all like but three it, we... and
0: four drops though. It doesn't quite work yeah, the it's,
1: it's not that um, good. and we lose Shrapnel
0: Blast so. Yeah, so that would be out of the aggressive red versions. Mm-hmm. We would also lose hanger. Um, sorry, hardened scales.
1: Hmm. Hardened scales. Yeah, that's, that's a big snap. loss. Deck is gone. Hangerback Walker, right? Oh, that's origins. Sorry. Yeah,
0: origin. That's Origins, So we
1: would that's keep a, that, but I mean,
0: nice. people would probably be able to play Snake, but it would just not be at all
1: as yeah. powerful. It would be. It would, it, be an it would just be. A, yeah, it would be a bad standard deck mm-hmm. compared to frontier level stuff. Um, Rally the ancestors. Um, more it.
0: importantly, I would say, uh, sorry. I mean, I guess yeah. I'm stealing onto the next one. Is from that deck? What would kill it more than losing Rally? Is that they would lose Collected Company?
1: Oh yeah, that's. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even put that in my list. I thought, they, <laughs> I thought they'd still have it. So yeah. No.
0: So you would lose Bant Humans. You would lose those kind of Collected Companies mm-hmm. decks. And that's a card that I've always said has been such an important reason why Smuggler's Copter is not. As overly dominant. I think it is probably one of the most format warping cards in the format, but it shares slots with things like Collected Company because if you're playing Coco, you're not playing Smuggler's Copter, period. So that ends up being that, okay, it's not quite in every single aggressive deck because some Mm -hmm. of them want that. Some of them want Thalia's Lieutenant. Some of them want Smuggler's Copter. Losing that, I I think that Smuggler's Copter would have to be banned, and that's a sad day for the format.
1: Yeah, and uh, kind of um, in the same vein there, uh, court court of calling, you know that mm-hmm. would be a, a big loss to a lot of those toolbox type decks. You yeah, know, like, are we like, losing?
0: Would we lose any of the? So we'd lose elvish mystic, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, that's another one. Elvish mystic. So I mean, elves would take a big hit. And elves we'll talk about that next. There. We'll talk about that next. But I
0: know. think a lot of other decks lose. I mean, I mean. Not all of them play more than four copies, so the Llanowar Wells could fit into some decks. But losing Elvish Mystic would definitely hurt Elves specifically.
1: Would losing Siege Rhino be a big, big thing? I mean, it would. There,
0: it would be another archetype dead. An Abzan
1: aggressive deck would not really exist. Because I mean, you might be able to do it. You have Pelt Collector now. and You could switch that out instead of Warden of the First Tree. Mm-hmm. But you know, just having that plus that six life gain, or sorry, that six. Six life difference, you know, plus three, minus three. This is just huge.
0: Without the mana being good and without something like Siege Rhino, Abzan Charm, and Offenza, mm-hmm. I don't think that we would go into white. I think you'd probably just be a
1: green-black aggressive deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like Delirium or something, maybe.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Um, what it... other
0: um, answers come from those sets? I'm trying to think of, I mean, Utter End has kind of gotten pushed out. The yeah. price is kind of out. Mm-hmm. Dramoka's Command, in some ways, is a little bit out. Yeah. Like it's definitely a good card, but now that we have um, Astrophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Astrophy.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a... The removal's gotten a lot better recently. So yeah, I, don't, I think that's I, true. I don't think we're going to be losing too much. I think we'd still have a lot of good answers. It's the creatures that we're losing, and mm-hmm. I think maybe the enablers... That we'd lose a lot of. That would just kind of make some archetypes unplayable. Um, What about Rabble Master? Do you think that would be a big hit for the format if we lost that? I mean, it wouldn't be huge, I don't think, because our current
0: red aggro deck is dead. Um, But Mm -hmm. we would also have the the mentor version as a possible replacement. Mm -hmm. So they've been okay at replacing some things. I was going to say, originally, Lightning Strike would have also been lost if we lost M15, but that's now been reprinted as well.
1: Yes so happy so i've been actually monitoring you know the the reprints that they've been doing and mm-hmm. like after each set i'm kind of like well this could you know really work in frontier if they were to start it at a later point so I, so you think it's getting better i think the card quality is getting better and it's, it's really helping out um the, the frontier uh format so
0: i think that's another good point of why this would be better than an arena modern is because Frontier's good with a decently like I feel like Frontier's been getting better with more sets in it. So having a longer history of sets at a consistent power level would only help the format be a more fun format to play in.
1: Hmm. Um, I think there's one more that I wanted to talk about, and then if you had any more, you can tell me. But I, okay. I, I think Soulfire Grandmaster would be a, mm. a, a big hit, just because I know a lot of those four color control decks love psych or not re- recycling their um Colagon commands and so like command is well, another card we lose. Yeah,
0: command command's out, so I don't think and without fetches, I don't think you're gonna be playing a four color control deck probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Um no Ojitai's command there. Uh yeah that, that doesn't make sense as a the deck then I don't no,
1: no Jeskai wizard burn. Yeah. No one's made yeah. it yet, but I think it could it could be good. Yeah. Any other any other cards you think uh we'd lose if we started from Origins? Mm-hmm.
0: Do a quick thought. I mean, we'd lose all of the dragons.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we would miss the dragons. So they have uh, really... I
0: would miss. Yeah, maybe maybe somewhere here and there I would miss them. They don't make a big
1: impact, but we'd lose a lot of flavor, especially now that yeah. we have cards like you know the Nicole out Nicole Bolas, Ravager and um, you know all the other dragons from Dominaria. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we would lose some cool counter spells. We would lose Disdainful Stroke. We would mm-hmm. lose Stubborn Denial. Yeah,
1: and Stubborn Denial hasn't seen a lot of play because mostly it's a Timur. Uh, a tamer card and yeah. Yeah. you know tamer's not going to get good until we get like you know breeding pool oh. and stopping grounds
0: yeah we'll, we'll talk about that i want to make that i've been saying i want to make that an episode maybe soon
1: <laughs> yeah tamer <laughs> all about tamer
0: all right well, no, let's
1: no, no, no. we've done that
0: but uh, okay uh yeah why don't you move on
1: yeah let's talk about the archetypes we'd lose so we talked about all these cards and then mm-hmm. there's more cards that we didn't talk about as well but all of that together now, what happens to the metagame? What archetypes just aren't playable?
0: Ooh, a lot of them. So do you want the ones that are playable or the ones that aren't playable?
1: Let's do the ones that aren't playable. Let's save the ones that are for later.
0: Okay, so Abzan's gone, Atarka's gone.
1: I mean is I'm sure Tarka there's really... some kind of No, okay, yeah. okay, so there's okay, a red the there's a red aggressive gone. strategy. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, they'll, they'll not, probably not still be stompy, a red aggressive though. strategy.
1: It'll probably just be red. I know there's red black, possibly.
0: Yeah, I could see red black with scrap heaps scrounger similar to standard, or I could just see you know a ramming up red deck mm-hmm. It's still going to be reasonable.
1: Yeah, you know, we said rally's uh-huh. going to be gone.
0: Rally's gone. Any of the cocoa decks are gone, so that's pretty much all of the mid range in the format. Mm-hmm. Um, scales is gone.
1: Uh, just got ascendancy. Will mm-hmm. be gone. So Losing a lot of things there.
0: Control will survive.
1: Yeah, but not the four color control no no yeah the greedy decks will all be gone
0: so what's left
1: yeah so should we move on to uh what What we think the metagame is going to look like like what what decks get stronger so like we said i think ramming red will be the go-to um well actually i can say ramming up red or wizard red will probably be the go-to uh red aggro decks
0: what about like mardu
1: vehicles I think Marty Vehicles will be playable. Um, you know, with without you know insole artifacts, uh, Jeskai mm-hmm. Vehicles maybe is also um, playable too. I would I would think. We uh, still
0: get Reflector Major for doing Esper as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possible. Um, okay, so what what decks are you thinking are going to be big? Cause
1: I I want to just shout
0: out Sahili will be stupid. Yeah, Marvel will be stupid.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> I had that in there. Um, yeah, Esper control, blue black control will be really good. I think you know, scare God and. There's just so many mm-hmm. good, and now you have Racer.
0: or Esper and with like a that to You know, just some yeah. of the things that have been oppressive in standard. They're going to have a lot fewer things to prey on them in a format without, um, without cons.
1: Um, I think Turbo and Emrakul will make a, a comeback. You know,
0: I could it... see it. it. It tends to struggle in a format with the other control, uh, the other combo decks, though. So mm-hmm. probably after those two get banned out, then Emrakul gets banned out, and then. Smuggler's copter gets banned out, and then you know, Raman, you know, it turns into standard again. We're going to end up seeing a lot of the bans and I, we've said. Yeah. they have enough natural predators in Frontier that they aren't oppressive. Mm-hmm. I think would be impressive in this Frontier we're talking about right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I think blue white flash will be all right, or yeah,
2: like that, or, or awesome. like a
1: blue white flyers, blue white, you know, spirits, you know, something along those lines. I think you know you have spell which is great, and then. You, know, you can play Randall Chains, you can play Addison, you got Smugglers, mm-hmm. Copter, you got really good quality flyers.
0: You don't have uh, Mantis Rider, though.
1: Yeah, we'd lose Mantis Rider. So, I, you know, Esper might work. You know, I think you could probably play that. Um, what else? What else? I think there's probably a few more cards, a few more archetypes that get better.
0: Probably a few of the dirtily ones. You know, there would have to be something to fill that gap in decks that beat. Ramana Bread
1: and What well, in vehicles. In general, would like mid range get better, would aggro get better? Right now we're seeing kind of a a renaissance of I think control and aggro. But Yeah, I'd
0: say right now there's a lot of control, there's a lot of aggro, there's a lot of combo, which combo kind of fills the role of a mid range deck for the format.
1: Is there a lot of combo? Like do you mean combo as in like bad humans?
0: No, I mean like there are still people playing Marvel, there are still people playing just guys ascendancy um cat has been seeing a little bit less play but i mean mm-hmm. it still is a deck i don't think that that's gone and that people could still go to emerald decks which i still kind of fit into combo mm-hmm. um they can go towards rally which kind of fits into combo you know there's there's still definitely options for a combo deck in the format
1: so so you're saying basically that there would be a lot of bans if they started from origins just because it'd be really imbalanced he-
0: Yes, I think that things that are not currently oppressive would feel a lot more oppressive. I think that smugglers copter without Colagons command in the format is very very scary. Or at least is scarier. I think mm-hmm. that um also without push being quite as prevalent without fetches.
1: Mhm. Yeah, there's there's no way to activate it easily, so. Mhm.
0: If the uh the red aggressive decks are slower, you know, if they turn to a five, turn five deck instead of a turn four deck, mm-hmm. then that means that the deck's trying to combo off on turn 4. Are suddenly a lot more
1: oppressive. Mm-hmm. I can see that.
0: But okay. sure, I mean, I know I'm being a pessimist about it, but but that's what uh, I would be worried about the format without having played it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to sound like people. It's going to be a, a learning process all over again if they start from from origins. I mean, I'd be yeah, happy. So I'm happy to I play should... some kind of, you know, format between modern and standard, but I think right mm-hmm. right now Frontier is the best.
0: Yeah, I think all of the reasons we've said that a deck or a format between modern and standard has to exist would hold true about this arena modern. And I guess I should caveat by saying that I'm saying a lot of the things negative about this format we're talking about that people say about frontier without knowing anything about it. They say, Oh, yeah. it's going to be all mid range. Oh, it's going to be all standard decks. It's going yeah. to be all these things are going to need to be banned. They're so OP.
1: But I think we have some, some knowledge of what this would be like because we're playing frontier. You know, we've, we've yeah. seen like what some of the decks you know, after origins were like, like we, we know how good, uh, either marble decks and Sihili combo decks are.
0: Mm-hmm. And that was standard for quite a long time as well. Yeah.
1: And also just guy vehicles and, and stuff like that. So we, we know how good they were. or not just guy, but Marty vehicles. So, uh, we just gotta, we gotta be careful. That's what I'm saying. If they were to do this, but I, I, I would still, I just enjoy playing with the cons of Tarkir block cards so much more. Yeah, that would be my recommendation, is that
0: Frontier is great as is, is. M15 is still a wonderful starting point for it.
1: Yeah. But, so,
0: yeah. do we want to move to kind of the last thing? Is that you've got something kind of special for us? Do you want to set that up?
1: Yeah, so uh, last weekend uh, I did Grand Prix uh, Nagoya. So I guess by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably be two or three weeks ago. But... Um, uh, yeah, I went there, and uh, one of my friends was friends with one of the uh, Magic Pros, and uh, I ended up contacting this pro online, and uh, he said it was okay uh, that uh, that interview him a little bit uh, about Frontier. So, um, uh, yeah, so I got a little treat for all you guys that are still listening right now. Uh, I talked with uh, Christian uh, Calcano, uh, who is like, you know, multi pro tour player and, uh, you know, GP, you know, winner and top eight, you know, player. So, uh, I'd like you to, you know, take a couple minutes, uh, listen to my interview, and uh, yeah, uh, let's let's play it for everybody and see what they think. So, I'm here today in Tokyo with Christian Calicano, and uh, we're talking a little bit about Frontier. Uh, So my first question for you, Christian, is what do you know about Frontier? What have you heard about it?
2: Yeah, so I know that Frontier, you know, I believe started in Japan. I know it's been the most popular in Japan, and, you know, it's from N15 forward. But past that, I don't really know much. Like, I haven't really played any games. I haven't really seen any of the decks or whatnot, but, um, you know, it definitely feels, you know, similar to how extended it was when I used to play in the mid-2000s, which was actually one of my favorite formats. Um, So, yeah, based on that, like, I, um, I think it would be cool to see, you know, more Frontier support in the future, but, um, you know, past that, uh, I don't really know much. Okay, so, I'd like to talk
1: a little bit more uh, about Frontier with you, and uh, you know, like you said, you, you don't really know a lot about Frontier at the moment, so I'll just to give you a little bit of a background. Hal- Hallelujah has been uh, promoting Frontier from their store for about two years now, and uh, I would say recently it attracts a, a decent number of players every few weeks, and it also has a, a diehard following online, um, which is uh, what we do the podcast for. And um, the decks might be a little bit similar to past standard decks, but I would say for the most part, it's become its own thing. And uh, like like you said, you played extended before, you can kind of you have kind of the feeling about the the size of the uh, the size of the, the meta game, the size of the card pool, and stuff like that. So, do you think that Frontier could become a gp format in the future like would you would you like to see a new format happen between uh... standard and and modern
2: yeah i mean i think i think it would be great if that happened i know um... poppers know the format that a lot of people have been talking about getting you know in a gp format stuff Um, but yeah i mean you know more magic is better i feel and um... i think uh... it could serve as another alternative to you know, like how expensive formats like Modern and Legacy are. Um and yeah, like if it if it's if it's anything similar to what Extended was, which was uh you know, basically just like an extended version of standard, um, which is kinda what this is. Um yeah, I think uh I think it'll be great. Like as 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 more sets come out over the years, like there's just gonna be more and more decks being built and I think uh I see no reason why it can't become, you know, a good format.
1: What do you think some of the benefits of having a new format would be? Like how how would it impact, uh, how do I say it, like Magic as a whole if we have this new format that suddenly appears? What do you think it would change?
2: The very clear benefit to Frontier being a format would be that it would make Players more willing to invest in standard because I know, like, one of the things that standard has suffered from recently is the fact that, like, people don't really want to spend money constantly on cards that are just going to be, you know, basically unplayable after about a year and a half or so. Um, which is why a lot of players, like, have you know, uh, played modern and why modern has become such a popular format because, you know, it's it's an eternal format, so basically. You know, your cards are going to be be good forever, you know, essentially. So I think that, like, I, th- I think it would be nice to have a format like that that can serve as a much more um, cost-effective format to players who h- can't really get into Modern, which has a high barrier of entry cost-wise, but can also, like, you know, have you, like, be willing to get invested in the Standard, which... You know, still has a lot of support, but also at the same time, like, once, once those cards rotate out, you know, you still have use for, you know, your Siege Rhinos or your, your Gideon allies and the cards, etc., you know? So I think, I, think, I think that overall it would probably be a good thing for Magic. Okay, next question. Um, if Frontier is eventually
1: sanctioned by Wizards and becomes a real format, how do you think it should be promoted or
2: marketed to players? Well, I'm not much of a promoter, so that's kind of that's kind of hard for me to say. But um, yeah, like I mean, well, like the grand prix's are the they're easily like the most um, the the best way for wizards to really market any kind of Magic format would be GPs, just because it's like uh, you know they're basically these giant Magic festivals now. So I see, I honestly like. I feel like that's even more reason to kind of have something like Frontier in the mix because when you go to a Grand Prix now, like you have Commander, you have you know old school, you have you know Vintage in some cases, uh, you have you know your drafts of course and your your wacky drafts, Chaos drafts, etc. So I mean, I don't see why like another throwing in another format in the mix. Like I think that would be cool. All right, uh, next question.
1: Um, so you are. You know, a pro, you're top of your game right now. Um, you know, a lot of other pros as well. Do you think that pros would welcome a new MTG format? Why or why not?
2: Uh, you know, personally speaking, myself, I, I don't really see why anyone would be against having a new format. Um, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all just magic. And. You know, wh- in any given format, you just kind of have to figure out like how to, you know, best combine the cards to do what you think is, you know, probably the most broken thing that you can do in whatever, wh- whatever, based on whatever the cards are allowing you to do. So, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like it. it sh- I, I really don't feel like it should be something that would be um, like I, I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be welcome basically i guess um the only reason might be just that it's you know it's different it's new like we don't know what's going on et cetera. but um i don't know magic is fun uh, so <laughs> let's just play magic all
1: right last question um i'm going to have to have you rack your brain a little bit here so like i said frontiers from m15 onwards uh, i know you've played a lot of standard over the years um, especially so from m fifteen to now
2: um what were your favorite cards from m fifteen till now oh. <laughs> definitely thraven inspector <laughs> that card that card's very good um favorite cards favorite cards uh, yeah mm, yeah Let's see. torrential Gear was another one for me. I really like that card. Um so uh, it's it's funny, I've always been kind of like a control person at heart. But um over recent years I've been more more of an aggro leading player. So um yeah, like uh yeah, Draymond Inspector is a card I like a lot. Uh Zirgo Bell Striker, that's another one. Um trying to think what else. Uh, Cause, I mean peop like people I guess some people might think that like Siege Rhino would be one of my favorite cards just because uh Doran has always been one of the cards I've liked the most but I don't know Siege Rhino was uh Siege Rhino was not like the most fun card to play against. Um, i trying to think what else um Mm.
1: Yeah. Well le- let me ask you another question then. If you were to build a frontier deck, um, which cards would you like to use or what kind of
2: archetype would you like to play? I mean I would just want to play Blue-Eye Flash all over again. Basically. Cause that was just one of the best decks and I had a good time playing it at a Pro Tour uh, Kaladesh. Spell-Pweller. So Spell Queller, Smuggler's Copter, Draven <laughs> Inspector, um, Selfless Spirit. Um, uh, yeah, Archangel Avison Walking Ballista. Now, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Actually, now, now that I, now that I even like starting to think about it, now, man, now you making me want to brew a deck. <laughs> Come on, man. Because <laughs> I was thinking now, because you know, you, like I know, like spirits have become more popular. So, and you have some nice spirits in in this format. Like, I know the, I forget the name of the recent like Lord that came out. So two mana, one three. Supreme fans, I'm sure,
1: and uh, there's also the
2: pirate from the from uh from which format? M19, uh, I think it was. No, it was just one of the, the two two. Yes, yes, yes. That card, that card's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I wish now. I wish that you know what, why, why did should just make it a format. Yeah. That way, I can. I want to play some Magic online. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, thank you for joining, joining me today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy yeah, to have you on here. Hopefully next time you visit Japan, yeah, you know, we can talk a little bit more Frontier.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me and that would be great. All right.
1: That
0: was great. So that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Thank you all for listening and thank you all for being such wonderful participants by reaching out to us on Twitter. We're at MTG Frontier. We're MTG underscore Frontier on Instagram. M- MTG Final Frontier on Reddit and mtgfrontier.net, our website.
1: All right. And uh, I am the Japan Hobbyist, so you can find me on the website uh, www.thejapanhobbyist.com You can also find me on Twitter at Yoshwanky. So if you have uh, you know any questions, any comments you know about the interview I did or maybe uh, people that you'd like me to interview in the future uh, over here in Japan please let us know.
0: Alright, thank you guys, and as always, we look forward to being your go-to source for frontier information online. Your final frontier, signing off.